0: To people well, welcome once again to the party of one podcast the actual play rpg podcast where the gaming table is always set for two i'm your host as always jeff stormer and this week on the show we are joined by reverend uncle bastard for a game of rights of vengeance Rights of Vengeance is a solo RPG about modern magic, tragedy, trauma, and revenge. In it, the player takes on the role of a person who's been wronged and who has been given the opportunity for revenge by a supernatural entity. They have to decide if the cost of vengeance is worth paying and what they are willing to go through, give up, and endure themselves for a chance at sweet, sweet vengeance. The game is sick as hell. I had such a good time playing it. I think you're going to love listening to it. I love the game that we put together. I really can't wait for you to hear it. You can find more information about Rights of Vengeance at reverendunclebastard.itch.io or you can check the show notes for more information. And with all that said, let's go ahead and throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am sitting down with Reverend Uncle Bastard. Reverend, thank you so much for coming on Party of One.
1: Oh, my absolute pleasure.
0: So, real quick, at the top of the show, why don't you introduce our lovely listeners at home to what we are playing this week, as well as anything else you've got going on that you might want them to know about.
1: Well, my name is uh, Reverend Uncle Bastard, and we're going to be playing "Rights of Vengeance. This is a Wretched and Alone solo game, uh, Wretched and Alone, the system by Chris Bissett, one of my favorite designers. Um, and it's about trauma and tragedy and how we cope with it.
0: Excellent. Well, give us the give us the the run through of the the game and the scenario, and then we'll go ahead and kick things off and and make some magic happen.
1: Yeah. So uh, this was heavily inspired by a film called A Dark Song. Um, The gist of the game is you have suffered uh, at the beginning of the game an unknown tragedy known to you, but not revealed to the narrative yet. Um, And you've decided that you need to seek revenge. So you have found a teacher who's going to teach you a ritual to raise a demon and seek revenge on whoever has wronged you.
0: Excellent! I love it. I'm really excited. So I've got here in front of me. I've got a deck of cards. We pulled some out of the middle, but we have an Ace of Hearts shuffled in here uh, in the upper third of the deck. In the bottom third of the deck, we have the uh, we have the Black Joker. We have the Beast. And then I have the red Joker. The, the The teacher is placed next to my deck. I also have simulating a Jenga tower, or a, rather, a tumbling wood block tower. They didn't give us money. Um, <laughs> I have here a uh, a sack of thirty four numbered tarot cards with one uh, with one major arcana mixed in because I don't own a tumbling wood block tower, but this is the next best approximation. If I flip that one, if I flip that one card, which I will reveal exactly what that card is, uh, when we get to it, because uh, I, stating what the card is will make me laugh, and I want that joy captured on Mike as well. Excellent. Um, when I reveal what that card is, uh, that will represent the tower falling, and that will represent one possible end of our story.
1: Excellent. It sounds like you've done a great job reading the rules.
0: <laughs> you know. Uh, I do my homework
1: Yeah, sometimes,
0: <laughs> a little bit, once in a while. So uh, the way uh, so this,
1: with that, yeah, kick us off. So the way this is going to play out, I'm going to read a short intro that sets the tone. Then we're going to talk about the teacher and location. And then we do a bunch of days where you roll a dice. We draw that many cards and I'll read you prompts to advance the story. So this is the beginning of the game and your story. Once you had a normal life a routine, connections, belongings. Then one day it was all shattered. You'll never forget the date it happened, and you will never forget what you lost. You will never forget who is to blame. There's only one way to live with the remembering. Your anger must be sated on the one who is to blame. But satisfying the depth of your hunger is beyond human means. Only a truly unearthly rage can mete out the punishment required. The power of the demon is the only way. So you search for the teacher to teach you the ritual. The golden rule of this game, you've started the ritual because you seek its power. If the costs you must pay or the ways it wants to change you range outside your comfort levels, you can decide at any time beyond this point to abandon the ritual. You can simply stop the game, we'll turn to abandon the ritual, and we will conclude the game that way. Mm. So if at any point you're feeling like, the demon is asking too much. We will abandon the ritual.
0: I'd like to do that right now. I feel like you know what I'm good. I I I've, I've I've been presented with this. I'm actually good. I'm I'm actually good. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah. Let's kick things off. Or let's uh should we meet our do we need to meet our teacher or just kick off the story by drawing some cards? Uh let's do a brief meet of the teacher. So okay. who
1: is it that you found to teach you the ritual?
0: uh the teacher is are they someone that i know how are we connected do i know them well um i like the idea that researching the teacher like it was not someone that i know and i i caught wind of this it was like kind of a complicated mystery to get here there was a whole sort of a story that involved me getting to this point and when i got to this point the teacher is it's hard to explain kind of no one. Like the teacher is a presence. They are a they are a it is almost sort of a, a sentient state of mind or like a oh. a confluence of of information and details in the world. It is a like it is I love it, it is I love it. kind you- of a if, if picture almost a sentient conspiracy board, this idea of like <laughs> a little bit, uh, a little bit Danny the Street from Doom Patrol, this sort of like oh, living place around you, where like the the details and the lessons and the the costs and all of these things, you know, it's which is part of why it takes this huge elaborate process to reach this person, and kind of why you, I, I've come to believe this is or rather I've come to a place where I think I am believing it and at a certain point either delusion or acceptance are kind of the same thing. It's it's seeing things across the world, right? And and it's Yeah. It's there's something about like that idea of I think and I think that what it is, I think so I am I am I am tapping an X card on myself a little bit as I've talked (laughs) through this. Yep. I want to move away from. I, I, I'm I'm talking through it. I don't love the conspiracy theory angle of it. Right. So what I think it actually is is I love the Danny the Street. I love that, and I think, but I think it is quite literally. Uh, it is not just like information because that feels a little. That feels a little in 2021. That feels a little not great. Right. But what I think it actually is is quite literally a place. And I'm trying to think what a cool evocative place is. It's a mundane place that when I go there, the place itself informs me of things.
1: I'm thinking oh. movie theater. Oh yeah. That's a really good one. Like an old, yeah, an old yeah.
0: broken down one screen movie theater, like two screen movie theater.
1: Right. That right.
0: plays these, these old, it plays what appears to be old, like black and white tapes. Right if you that if there are two people in the theater it's just a random showing of the last picture show or something like <laughs> yeah, that it's just like yeah, a yeah, random yeah. film right right but if you're alone if you're alone and you are you are desperate then the the figures on screen can offer you things
1: ah oh, i love it i love it i never in a million years would have come up with that myself so so do you go each day like each afternoon to do so, to sort of have this space where you're creating the ritual,
0: I I think it is the I think it is the it is it is afternoon is actually kind of great. I don't like it being the last showing of the day, and I don't like it being the first showing of the day, right? Partially because the idea the idea that like someone else is likely to be there, but I think it is at two o'clock every day there is a showing. Right. And it is when people are at work. It yeah, is when people yeah. are about their day. The dead of the afternoon. There is no, like, there is a there is a second screen in this theater that never has a showing listed at 2 o'clock. Right. And if you go in there <laughs> at 2 o'clock and you are the only person there and you are someone desperate for revenge, that is, when the theater, that is when the theater opens up its secrets to you.
1: Yeah, I love it. I can see it in my mind. Okay, so that first day... That you've realized that th- this demon needs to be brought forth for your revenge. Uh, let's roll the d6 and draw some cards.
0: Okay. I have
1: rolled a six. Oh, we're going strong. we starting strong. He- heavy first day. Heavy first day. So, what is your first card? My first card is the five of diamonds. The five of diamonds. Diamonds represent the teacher generally. When you first met the teacher, they told you which of your weaknesses would cause you to fail. What was it? And do you fear they're right?
0: I am... I am too ordinary. Mm -hmm. I am too... I am too eager to be part of the system. I am too... I am too eager to... I am... Unremarkable... -huh I am unwilling to I'm unwilling to stop being just a face in the crowd being that being just a random there is there is a comfort in there's a comfort in in norm in my perceived normalcy and in my perceived anonymity there is a comfort and and the pull of that comfort will be my downfall the 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 urge to to go back to things and the thought that, the 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 thought in the back of my mind that I could go back, and that when this is done, when I have when I have unleashed the demon, when I have gotten my revenge, that things will just go back to normal, right, is what's going to is what is going to cause me to fail. Gotcha.
1: Okay, and the next card.
0: The next card is the four of hearts. So hearts
1: generally represent the ritual. So while you're in the theater you're not sure if you've sort of dozed off or if uh, the film has just kind of taken a hold of you. but in this state you have a dream about the ritual in that dream d- does the ritual work and if it doesn't what uh, happens?
0: it does it does work it the dream is that I am watching the film I mean I'm the sole I'm the only one in, the, in this in this theater. I'm watching the film and suddenly I am on screen and I'm looking at myself on screen. And then suddenly I am watching not from my seat, but from the projection booth. And the three of us, the three of me look at each other and the reel starts spinning faster and faster and starts to smoke and catches fire. And the theater itself burns to the ground. And when there is only dust I am standing and I am changed. My, I am ready. I am prepared to do what must be done. The world around me has burned to ash and the me that, the me that was happily sitting in the seat and the me that was happily living out my life and, and, and being the, the smiling happy protagonist have burned away and it is time for the, Time for the me that has been locked alone in a room for too long, staring out at the world to be unleashed and to do what I am destined to do.
1: Wow. And I'm going to have you pull from the tower at this point. All right. I have
0: pulled from the tower. And the tower is still standing. Tower stands. Okay. And your third card of the day? My third card of the day is the four of diamonds.
1: So when you wake from the dream... The film, the, the film, the movie theater, this presence, it tells you about another time they performed the same ritual and how it went wrong and what price the demon took from the last person who tried to cast it. W- what did they tell you?
0: That someone tried to walk it back. The last person that did this tried to, tried to not abandoned the ritual, but after a certain point, tried to minimize it, tried to... Had, had had completed the ritual, felt regret, and tried to abandon it after it had been completed. Right. And... Once you cross that line, you, there's no going back. And... I could show you, I could tell you what has happened to that person, but I can't. Because they never were. Hmm. They simply never were. Every single record, every single memory, every single laugh, every single cry never happened. Their collective consciousness and memories were plucked apart and scattered across a thousand other people every fond memory of this person now has another person's face attached to it every tragedy that this person caused or had befall upon them it fell upon someone else they were simply removed wow. and the universe continued on without missing a beat
1: that's a heavy price and your next card is the ace of hearts oh the ace of hearts is the awakening. You feel a shiver of dark power pass through your body as you sit in your chair. And you realize the rituals started for real. This awakening, it manifests on your body somehow. What exactly, what happens? How, how does this show up on your body, the ritual? And how does it feel?
0: I feel Lo- lighter is not the word, but at times I feel almost what I've in the past imagined. Uh, incor- I feel almost incorporeal. Like I mm-hmm. feel air going through, bl- 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 I feel air blowing through me. Right. I feel the air blowing through me first is the first thing I feel, but I don't feel it consistently. Like flicking, a, like flicking a fan on and off, and flicking that light switch repeatedly each time only for a millisecond. And I look at my hand, and I realize that I am not there a hundred percent of the time. I am sixty frames a second. Right, you're fl- like fl- I-
1: flickering a little.
0: Yeah, I'm flickering a little like, like, like film on a reel and uh, the, the, the color has started to kind of drain out of my skin, my clothes in in that way of I, I am, I am, I am no longer, I no longer feel like I am, I am a being of this world. I feel like I am one of a reality that is larger. I, I, I feel as if I have become akin to a storybook hero. But in, in the way that, but also in this way that I know I feel like I am a, a figure on screen and if the real stopped going, I would simply cease. I feel like I am no longer, no longer man but narrative. I I am a film hero, but not in a film world. So you've
1: awakened to your true role. Mm-hmm. So if you can place that Ace of Hearts on the table by the tower, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have you roll a d6 and place that many totems on the card.
0: All right. I've placed one, placed one token on the card.
1: One token on the card. So you you feel quite powerful. You feel like perhaps perhaps it's time time to go for the day, mm-hmm. and 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 sort of you know absorb what's happened and, and come back tomorrow. So we will uh, turn to the next day when you return back to the theater. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have you roll another D6 to see how many okay. how many cards we draw for the day. That is another six. Another six. Heavy days, indeed.
0: Heavy days, indeed. Uh, this is The first card is the four of spades.
1: First card is the four of spades. So th- this demon, this power you hope to raise to, to seek your revenge for this tragedy, well, well, does it have a, a domain? Does it ha- is its power tie- tied to something like an element or a particular emotion or state of mind?
0: It is tied to, it is tied to resolution or closure. Mm-hmm. It, it is, but also it is tied to at once resolution and deception. Those are the domains of the demon. It is tied to the idea, an ending, an ending in a world where nothing ever ends. Both in the sense of it has the power to provide definitive endings, and also. The deceptive belief that you can find endings in this life, in this world, Mm. in any life. That is the lie that gives it power, and the power that it has is that it can make that lie true.
1: Okay, and your second card? Our second card
0: is the Queen of Clubs.
1: So clubs generally represent the tragedy that you're seeking revenge for. Hmm. So si- sitting in, in in the theater and thinking about closure and and the lie of endings, you think back to the day before the tragedy happened that started all of this. What what were you doing before it happened? And and as you look back, could you could you have seen the tragedy coming? Is there something you could have done to avoid it? And it, it, you know if you if you went back, what would what would you do differently?
0: I was, I was at work at the theater. This was my job Mm -hmm. once. This was, this Mm -hmm. was, this was where I worked. I was, as for what I could do differently, boss always told me to actually put my head in the game and to take things seriously and to work on this, this was supposed to be mine one day this this was supposed to be handed down to me and pop said that this that i needed to get my head in the game and i never did and there maybe could have come a time where i took things seriously and i didn't mm. just sling popcorn just sling popcorn and watch bad movies and yet here we are
1: and your next card
0: is the king of hearts
1: so you know you you come out of your reminiscence and and you, you're you're feeling a little impatient, you know. You're 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 you're, you're ready to get this thing going. Uh, how, how do you try to convince your teacher this this theater this uh, this presence this? How, how do you convince it to to start the final ritual now?
0: I think I go into the projector room. Hmm. And I find the I find the reel marked final, and I swap it out immediately, <sighs> and nothing happens. I, I but I, I keep trying different reels, and the the footage on screen doesn't change. But I'm swapping out reels, and I'm swapping out you know films and reels, and I'm just trying to get to a further point in the story, the story that I am being told. I am trying the the film ver the cinematic <laughs> version of like skipping ahead in the book. Right. And it's not it's not working. It's just, it just it picks up whatever whatever film, whatever reel I put in the projector, it just picks up on with the next exact beat of the demon whispering secrets to me. And it's I don't want secrets. I want the the end of this. I want this demon of resolution to actually give me resolution, and it is not doing that.
1: Okay, so if you can place that king on the table near the tower. Done. And if we ever reach four kings on the table, uh, the ritual will fail. Mm-hmm. So it's advancing in power, but getting a little more precarious. Okay. And your next card,
0: the eight of diamonds.
1: So, o- over these last two days, seeking seeking this power, have you have you told the theater? Why it is you seek revenge? And, and if you did, how did it react? And if you haven't, have they, have they pushed you for an explanation?
0: In between the teacher's lessons, the screen keeps showing me myself. Hmm. It keeps showing me these beats from my life and the story of what could be to come, and you know, it showed me, showed me the time the professor gave me the F that flunked me out. It showed me the time, showed me the time, the uh, the the time I stood on stage at school and everybody laughed at me, and they <laughs> showed me, and it shows me each of these, and it shows me the resolution to the story. It shows me. The teacher, it shows me standing in the teacher's off in the professor's office, as he is carted off by police, with me sitting in his chair, swirling, having taken his job, his career, his life, his providence. It shows this, and each time, it then lingers on that final shot, as if to say, is this it? Is this, is this the story that you are ending? Is this your story? And each time it's not. It's not quite right.
1: And your final card for the day? Is the eight of clubs. So if the demon, when you raise this demon, if the demon had offered you peace instead of vengeance, would you accept it at this point? Could you, could you accept the tragedy and and, and just embrace peace? Hmm. Or are you uncertain whether you would?
0: I think I, there is a part of me that could. And I think that is the weakness that the demon was talking about or the teacher was talking about. I think that is the, that is the desire to just go back and, and, and return to normal and be no one. But even knowing that, I don't think it's enough to change my view of it. That is, after all, how I will fall. So I think ultimately, ultimately, I could.
1: You could accept peace. I could. Okay. So in that case, you should remove one totem from the Ace of Hearts, the Awakening. hmm But since you only had one. That brings us to us the, the the theater the theater itself begins to flicker, you know, and and it's 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 flickering in and out of sync with your own flickering, and and you find yourself being not not cancelled out like sound waves, but more like moved around. So you're you're flickering in the projection booth. One or two of those flickers, you're back in the chair. And then you're back mm. in the booth again. And you realize that, that you, you've you somehow become a, a part of this theater. The theater, you, you have raised the demon. You have manifested this theater. And, and you and it are, for the moment, almost like one, almost like one flickering story on a screen. And you realize.
0: I feel powerful. I feel I feel cool in that way that every great movie star is. I got that movie star cool. It doesn't feel right. It feels like an act, but it feels like an act that I'm really good at. I feel a little bit more capable of feel like I could learn how to fight. I feel like I could learn how to drive a motorcycle. I feel like I could learn how to fly. I feel like I could be. Anything I see on screen, I could do that. I feel like I could do my own stunts. I feel like I could deliver a monologue. I feel like I could... feel like there's a million things I could do. But I don't know... I don't know if it would be me on screen or if it would be a... If it would be a, a stunt double. Like, it doesn't... It, it's hard to say if I feel like I could do any of those things or if I could simply be in a place where those things have been happened and people think that I have done them, but I'm reaching a place where I, I don't see a difference. And I think that is the sort of terrifying power that comes from this, this ritual.
1: So you're the, the, the actor or the character or both?
0: A little bit of both, a little bit of the viewer looking in on my own story, my own journey, my own power.
1: Well, you realize as this is happening that the flickering is, is changing pace a little and, and slowing down and you realize that this, this ritual is a small window and na- now is the time for you to take from the ritual what it is that you want. Is it is it still the revenge you came in looking for? Or is there something else that when you walk out of this, this, this particular matinee you're going to carry with you.
0: It is, it is, it is a different kind of the revenge. I wanted to, I wanted to take back this theater. I wanted to be the kind of person to have the power to have found the way to take this theater back from the chain conglomerate that Pop sold it to. Hmm. I wanted that. That was what I was that's what I was looking for. I didn't want this place to have this history to be boiled down, sanded sanded off the rough edges sanded off, and had a a chain label slapped on it that Advertised and advertised cheap gimmick 3D and whatever the latest superhero movie was. I didn't want that for this theater, even though I never could find the motivation and the incentive to carry through and find a way to take it on myself. I wanted the shortcut to be the person that could do all of those things, but I don't, I don't want that anymore. I don't want, I don't want that. That's not, that's not what the me, that's not what the me that is on screen wants. That's not what the me that is, that's not what the me that is. So,
1: so, completing
0: do you, this ritual is after.
1: So you, do you wish for a someone to keep it as it is, but that someone is just isn't you?
0: I want to burn it to the ground. Uh, I want to end the story of this theater. I want to give this theater an ending. I see now in the world the ability to create an ending. I want to give this theater its ending. And its ending isn't being boiled into nothing. Its ending is to go out inglorious fire and i can give it that it, its ending is to burn among the things that it belongs with i can give it that and furthermore i think i can give it that and walk away and walk away happy and walk away and walk away fulfilled knowing that i ended the story knowing that the story has a happy ending hmm. that the bad guys didn't win the big corporate the corporate suits didn't take things home. I can give it that.
1: So, uh, as you're as you're in, in imagining this this ending for the theater, the flickering from the projection booth changes and becomes more like a flickering flame. And you realize that the the flickering of the theater and and your own flickering are now very out of sync. You mm. feel you feel. As if your flickering is is slowing down you're you're turning more into a, a a slideshow where you know you're there and then and then you've moved and you're in a new position and the theater mm. the the flickering of the theater becomes the flickering of flames and you can you can smell the smoke rising from under the seats do you do you do you stand in the flames do you go with the theater do you are you going to step outside
0: i I think about doing a lot of things. I think about I think about standing. I think about I think about standing. I think about going out with the theater. I think about stopping it. There's a moment where I think about abandoning things and and going back and I think about the teacher's words and I know that that's not an option. Mm-hmm. And also I know I think I know. I feel, I think I know. I didn't know, I didn't know an hour ago. I didn't know when the ritual started, but I know now that if I go, it's not the theater's story. Hmm. I can't go. I, I, part of me wants to, but I know I can't. And also I know that. This isn't my story, it's the theater's story, and I have to... My story is continuing. The story of this character that I have become is continuing. So I do... The only thing that... The me that I see on screen, the me that I've been watching for days whisper secrets in my ear, only now am I starting to realize that it was me on screen saying these things that the teacher wasn't just a character in a film. It was me as that character in that film. And I'm starting to realize why all of those characters looked so familiar. And it's because they weren't the characters. They weren't the actors that had been cast in those roles, those famous iconic roles. Every single one of them was, was me as that actor, as that character. And I'm doing the only thing that the me that I've watched on screen can do, and do you know what happens when a building burns down on screen?
1: What happens when a building burns down on screen?
0: I walk away and I don't look back.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it.
0: And what's terrifying is that doesn't... That doesn't stop it. What's horrifying... There's this moment where I, I, I walk away and I get into my car and I drive into the sunset <clears> and and it's, I mean, it it is admittedly 3 p.m. The sun shouldn't be where it is and yet it is exactly right in front of me. My sunglasses perfectly blocking it out. When did I get sunglasses? When did I, when did I start, when did I put on sunglasses? But I drive away, I drive into that, su- I drive into that 3 p.m. sunset.
1: The golden hour, it's always the golden hour.
0: And the story doesn't stop. I'm still this. I'm still this. Why haven't, why hasn't the ritual ended? Why hasn't any of this stopped? Why am I still driving? Why do I still feel like the camera is on me? I ended the story of this. I ended the story of this theater. Why am I not? Why is the world not fading to credits around me?
1: Wow. I think that's a great place to end it.
0: I think it is.
1: Wow. That was amazing.
0: That was cool. That was cool as shit.
1: Yeah. That that was, went to so many unexpected places. I love it.
0: Now, do we want, can I, can we do something? I know that, I'm noticing that we're at 40 minutes and we could just end now. Yeah. But I kind of want to do something a little, I kind of want to do something a little weird.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I love weird. Love weird.
0: Can we, can we clue this? Can we, just, can, we, can we just pick one of the other endings and see what else could have happened? Oh, absolutely. We don't have to do, we don't have to do all of them, but what's, what's your favorite of the endings? Which one of these? Which one of the, what's the other thing that we should do right now?
1: Well, so I know I, that's the thing. I know exactly what we're going to do. So all right. When, when you had that decision to make about whether um, you could accept peace or not mm. accept peace, if you if you insisted upon revenge we would have the ritual would not have ended Mm. we would have we would have we would have actually gone to a the teacher is gone so if we if we if we rewind the film Mm -hmm. and put the alternate third reel on
0: i think that's exactly what we see is i drive away and i have that horrifying realization i start to scream and then the film rewinds, and I and it, it, we watch it rewind. We watch the fire boy like fade away, and I'm back in that theater. And in that moment, I mutter, "No, I cannot accept peace." And the teacher disappears.
1: The teacher being the theater. So mm. I think when you make when you make that decision and leave the matinee that afternoon, when you come back the next day to continue the ritual. The doors are locked and you can't get in. So you, where where will you go? Where will you go to continue the ritual with the doors closed? If you cannot get into this theater.
0: I think there is the next thing we see is me long with my beard, like with a beard and with like several weeks of several weeks of hair growth and beard. And there is a shed in, 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 in the backyard of my – of, of, of pops's. no, it's not pops's house. It's the backyard of, of my grandmother's house. Ah. It's a town over. I've been hang, spending a lot of time there. I've told everybody that I've been job hunting, and they've been like, well, fine, whatever. He's working on a project. And there's a shed. And when I sit in that shed, there's one chair – there is a projector and there is a, a sheet. Hmm. It's not even a, a plain sheet. Like, it's not like a, uh, it's not even like it is a.
1: It's a grandma it is, sheet.
0: It's like I had a checkered pattern on it. Right. But it's like a white and like teal checkered pattern. But it's still thin enough that I can kind of use it as a projector screen. Right, right. And that's enough for me.
1: Okay. So we, we pick up the story you're, you're in, in the shed the story flickering on the screen are you still flickering at this point a little bit
0: i think at this point i am still flickering i think i think i'm flickering more now that i've now that i've built this i'm flickering more and i feel like i'm about as detached from reality as i was at the end of the story previously Mm -hmm. like like this is this has taken me to a different place right like it's it's that sense of you know this is me creating something even larger and and not simply accepting the demon but building something even more terrifying
1: okay so i will have you roll the dice for today to see how many cards
0: all right <laughs> that is another 6
1: another 6 excellent and uh draw your first card please
0: okay ace of spades ace of spades
1: <laughs> amazing so you have an uh, you, as you're watching your the flickering screen in in the in the shed is it is it still the afternoon do you still do you still do this ritual in in the sort of the 2, two p.m.
0: i think i'm doing nothing but this ritual okay i think it's this i have i have taken the control and so i am simply Watching, watching the, the, watching the story. Like I am simply watching the tapes all hmm. the time.
1: So you, you find yourself in, in sort of in and out of sleep. You're in there so often.
0: And mm-hmm.
1: in, in, in one of these, you you think you're sleeping, but the, 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 the movie begins to talk to you directly. In fact, it's it's offering you something to abandon the ritual. What, what is it? What is it that it's offering to you? And are you tempted?
0: It offers me the theater. It mm. it it finally. It's for weeks been trying to guess at what I want. It's shown me every time someone has wronged me, every tragedy that has befallen me, every tiny misstep in my life, and it. It has offered me, it finally showed me, you know, storming into a, into a board, storming into a boardroom, kicking down the door and demanding, uh, kicking down the door and demanding the theater back, giving an impassioned speech, uh, throwing someone out of a window and like winning the theater back. Everyone claps. It finally shows me this. Hmm. And I don't want it. It's not. That theater, that theater closed its doors to me. That theater, that isn't the end of my story. That's not the story that I want. That is not the story. That is not the ending to my story. Is getting that theater back. I, I am not tempted because whatever there is something grander in scale. In in there is there is a grand. I have a grander purpose in all of this that I have finally come to realize than, than simply taking back this theater. This ritual is not simply a means to an end for me. It is the beginning of something much greater.
1: Okay. So I'm going to have you put the Ace of Spades n- n- next to the tower. Mm-hmm. The next time you're instructed to pull from the tower, you can discard that card instead. Mm. You you feel empowered by by this dream. So your second card of the day, please. Six of spades. Six of spades. We're in a spade state of mind. So this, this demon of, 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 of closure and, and the lie of closure and ends of stories that never end is, do you, do you know anything about its history? Have you, did you, did you discover it through, through a book, through, through a story told to you? Through, how, how did its history come to you?
0: It is it's the funny thing about watching watching movies and loving movies and being obsessed with movies is you learn about the tricks. You learn about shooting someone close up and shooting someone further away so the person further away seems much taller. and you learn about you learn about, you know, you, you learn about the, the the ways that you can cheat a shot. You learn about Foley effects you learn about the goofs along the way mm-hmm. you learn about the so- the stormtrooper that bumped his head <laughs> you learn about all of these little things and as you learn about them there's there's one movie it's called no more cowboys and you learn that there is this one motorcycle trick in this movie and yet watching that film and like reading about it There's a thing that happens. There's like a glitch in the footage. Right. At one point, you know, at one point, like we see a continuous shot and like the, the motorcycle gets damaged, but it keeps going and then it's fine. But the thing is, is that it's not, it's not like a cut. There's no cut in this shot. It's simply undoes itself it simply fixes itself and it's very weird and you spend time doing research no one has talked about this one trick of the camera and so you start researching that and suddenly it's this one little tiny insignificant film moment that shouldn't be and in in studying that's the moment that like i found one I found one it wasn't even a blog it was like a it was a newspaper from from early in the days of film that talked about a silent film in which you see a chef take a slice of pie twice. It's nothing. It's like a tiny little moment, but like takes the same piece of pie twice in the same shot, and it's inexplicable, and it just it seems it, – it, it, it reading about that and seeing this motorcycle trick, it felt like there was something. And as I studied that, I found more of these moments that just – the story didn't add up, but something bridged the piece together in order to make it flow and in order to bring it to a conclusion. And it seems like that has been going on for millennia.
1: Just a little – a flicker. It seems like that has been – A flicker here Just and a there. little
0: – the little the little flicker to correct a mistake has been going on for as long as we've been telling stories and but once you find the first time it happens you start to find the others and that brought me here to this to this shed
1: to the shed i'm going to have you pull from the tower but you may discard your previous ace of spades instead
0: i will do this We'll discard the ace of spades.
1: Now, because you're the teacher, the the movie theater has closed itself off to you. You actually have to pull from the tower again. Okay. And this one you can't avoid.
0: I've pulled from the tower.
1: Tower is still standing. Tower stands. So let's have your third card of the day, please.
0: The four of clubs. So, so is
1: there is there anyone in in particular you 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 blame for leading you to this place?
0: There's a few people. There's two. There's two people. There's Pops. Could have given me the theater. Could have. I wasn't great, but the theater wasn't exactly swimming in business to begin with. It could have just been a place where we showed weird movies. He could have just done that. And I pull, and as I'm thinking about this, I pull out a business card that has been in my in my, uh, in my wallet. Richo, Richo Banyan. Hmm. Richo Banyan Empire Theater Chains. Regional representative. Coulda just not. Coulda, coulda picked anywhere in town to build his little snot nosed lowest common denominator gar trough to the masses. Picked my theater. Walked in one day. Said said he had a meeting with Pops. Went to the back. Could have not. Could have just not come in that day. Would have been fine. Would have been great. They are the people that that I blame for this. They are the people that I feel have wronged me specifically.
1: Okay, and your next card
0: is the Joker.
1: The Joker. The black joker? The black joker. The demon. So y- you draw you draw the card. Means the demon is broken into the world. So I need you to roll a d6, please.
0: And that is a two.
1: If the total is less than the number of totems remaining on the ace of hearts, the demon arrives unexpectedly, and you were caught unawares. But you rolled above. Indeed. If the total is equal to or greater than the number of totems remaining on the Ace of Hearts, you you sense its arrival. You sense this the demon that the the demon breaking through before you've you've protected yourself with the ritual, and you manage to flee. How how did you how do you sense it it, it coming?
0: Come on, come on! <laughs> it's you don't watch. As many movies as I do, and not since the betrayal twist coming.
1: <laughs> it was the, the, It was telegraphed by the story, was it?
0: It's simply, it's what the story called for. Of course the demon was going to try and pull one over on me. That's how these stories go. So yeah, I knew that. I knew it was going to happen. So on the day that the final reel. The day that I saw that I had one final reel of this story of my story to play out, I set it up. I flipped the switch and I walked away. I let it play out in in a poorly made shed that was gonna fall on it in an hour. (laughs) I don't know. So I I I left. I kissed Grandma and I said I gotta go. I'll let a shed fall on it. You can't you can't outsmart me. I know how stories go. So, so where,
1: where do you go? Where do you go as you walk away with the final real play? I,
0: I, I get into my, I get into my car. I don't remember my car being this cool. Put on my sunglasses. I remember buying sunglasses and I drive away into the sunset. It's 3 PM. That's weird. Uh, and I drive away and I pass a movie poster and I look at it and it's, that's the, that's i thought i thought the rock was that's that's okay and i pass another i i i i I drive by my theater and i look at the posters and that's not that's not right why how did why did the theater's not here it's burned it's it's burned down and i find a withered poster and i look at it and it's it's me staring at myself and I don't understand how all of this has happened, but this isn't this, this isn't, this isn't a clean ending. This we were, I was promised a clean, I was promised a clean ending. This isn't, this is, this is messy and loose ends and big questions about that's not a good ending. Demon, that's not a good end to the story. Fuck, that's what it's uh oh.
1: so <laughs> you 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 hear you hear it sounds like a voice of a, a narrator but sort of behind you and and as you turn around you know it's 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 not sunset it's nighttime and there's you're, it's a wet street smoke mm-hmm. coming out of the manholes and light from the lampposts Spreading in just a little cone straight down to the ground, leaving the stuff around it in, in a darkness. You know, maybe you can see something in the darkness, maybe maybe not. And right there in front of you, it's it's the big glass window, neon sign, TV store. And you see, there's a TV in the window. And as you see, you you, as you see the TV, you realize. It's the shed. It's it's your grandmother's shed on, on the TV. And you, you can see in the door, but just sort of like a third of the screen, the flickering. But you can see the projector. And you can see the reel, the, the final reel is, is running out. And each time it goes around, you can you can start to hear a little... A little as the tape slips a little, because there's only a few wraps left, and as that last reel on the that last piece of film slips off the reel and ticks through the machine, tick, 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 and the picture flutters and goes white, seen through the, the grain of the TV. And, and, and what, what happens? What happens on that TV that you're watching? At the shed that you're no longer at. What does the demon do?
0: TV cuts to black. And it says... On a final title card. Now get back in your car. And drive off into the night. So we can end this. And... I look at all the other TVs, all the screens, all the big giant skyscraper screens showing commercials. I look at every single screen around me. I, I feel my phone. I see the phone, my, my phone. I see it light up the light shining through my pants pocket. I look at all these screens and I get back in the car. I'm back in my little car and I, 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 I I look for the moon. I look for the moon and I drive in the opposite direction hmm. so that that closing cuz I know that we're going to want the closing shot to just be the skyline with the screens and that big giant that big giant bright beautiful moon we're going to want that in the in the, in the shot and I I drive away and I go back to my life and I try not to think about it every night as I fall asleep and we cut to black and cut to credits and that's that's double game
1: That's double game. Wow. That was amazing.
0: Double game. (laughs) That was cool. I'm glad that we did that twice. That was, that was dope.
1: Yeah. It was amazing when you had the rewind idea because what you were at that pivotal moment where Mm -hmm. it could have gone either way.
0: I thought it was really cool. And I liked both of those endings. Who's to say, which is the right one and which is the, which is the, which is the canon one. Maybe they're both canon. Well, but that was fun.
1: one of them is the TV edit and one of them is the movie theater ending.
0: I think what it is is um, I mentioned Clue, and I think what it is is, uh, and exactly like what what this is this is this is a this is a real movie trivia story. Uh, <laughs> the theater run of Clue did not have all three endings. Right, you only got one of the three endings. That you only got like the it, when you went to see it in theaters, you didn't see the. But actually, this is the case. But actually, that like you saw. The version of Clue that had the that had you saw a version of Clue that had one of those endings, right? And so I think what it is, is that some theaters uh, there was also a famous rumor that I don't think was actually true. It may have been true. I don't think it's true, but it may have been true that this also happened with uh, talk about talk about talk about uh, an uh, an extreme difference in quality of films that supposedly legend had it legend has it had the same thing supposedly the other movie i've heard of this happening with was x-men origins wolverine really
1: that i did not know (laughs)
0: i have heard i don't know i believe this may be just an entirely fabricated myth but Mm -hmm. i believe there is a there is a legend that there are two post-credit scenes ah, and that some people saw one and some people saw the other and one of them involved deadpool and the other one involved logan Right. I don't know if that's true. That is the story that I heard uh, – that is the story that I heard once upon a time when that movie – when when that particular cinematic masterpiece came out. <laughs> uh, but But I believe that what has happened in our particular story is that some theaters – some theaters got one version and some theaters got another and we never – we never like canonically, we never, we never showed both of all, both endings together, except for in this special edition DVD release that is that, that you are now listening to.
1: Excellent. I love it. Well, thank you. Uh, and the,
0: that is game. Thank you so much for playing this with me. This ruled.
1: Yeah, this was really fun. I, I, I really appreciate it.
0: Uh, Well, thank you so much. Uh, Real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find you, your work, and this game online?
1: Uh, So, uh, like I said, I'm Reverend Uncle Bastard. You can find me uh, predominantly at reverendunclebastard.itch.io. You can get all my games there. Um, And this particular game, Rites of Vengeance, is coming out uh, probably right about the time this is going to air, maybe a little before, maybe a little after, uh, from Exalted Funeral. In a, in a fancy risograph printed zine edition with a cover by Johan Noor, who did uh, the art for Morkborg, which I can never pronounce correctly. So that's what we're going to get. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I have free community copies of all my stuff on itch. So if you can pay, great. If you can't, take it anyway. Um, games are for everybody.
0: Yes, indeed. Thoroughly agreed. Oh, this was awesome. Thank you so much for playing this with me. Um, but for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, past Me, and thanks again to Reverend Uncle Baster for coming on the show. That game ruled. I think we took it in some really cool directions. I loved what we did with the story. I'm so, so happy with that game. I loved it. Please be sure to pick up your own copy of Rights of Vengeance at reverendunclebaster.itch.io. Check the show notes for more information, and be sure to follow Reverend Uncle Baster on Twitter at Uncle Barber. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod, like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a nice iTunes review or Podchaser review, telling a friend about the show, or giving us some support on social media. Any of those things help new listeners find the show, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. You can also support the show financially at patreon.com slash jeffstormer or ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer, or you can head to our merch store at bit.ly slash partyofonemerch. If you enjoyed this episode, join our Discord and let us know at bit.ly slash of one discord We'd love to hear from you. And lastly, if you're thinking to yourself, God, this was fun, but I wish I had another podcast with Jeff Stormer that I could check out right now, you should check out All My Fantasy Children, the other podcast I produce, on the one Shot Podcast Network with my best friend Aaron Catano-Saez. Every week we spend a listener prompt into an original fantasy character. We populate a shared universe one story at a time, and we have a great time with some of our favorite role-playing games. You can find new episodes at oneshotpodcast.com. Party of One is, as always, produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the d and Sluggers, and the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates coming onto the show as a guest or about press coverage of the show, send me an email at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's all we do here, so until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody.